Welcome to another edition of the Scout Me Podcast. I'm Emery Hunt, the czar of the playbook. Be sure to follow me on all of my social media accounts and also be sure to check out and subscribe to the Football Game Plan Network located at youtube.com slash football game plan and subscribe on iTunes to Football Game Plan Podcast where you can and leave us a five-star rating where you can also find other Scout Scene Podcast interviews. Today we're continuing to roll with our 2020 NFL Draft Prospect Series, and we have an outstanding defensive lineman on the podcast today, and Marcus Ford from Bethune-Cookman. Marcus, I appreciate you taking time. No problem. Thank you for having me. I was impressed with your game earlier in the season. Uh, I was I had a bro. I do broadcasting. Uh, I do a lot of the Morgan State games. I do some Georgetown games. I do some PSAC games and stuff like that. So I had some time. I had an evening Morgan State kickoff. I want to say it kicked off at six maybe or maybe it was a three game a three o'clock game but whatever the case may be Howard and Bethune played earlier in that day I want to say like at noon so I was okay let me stop in maybe check out a half and see what you know the buzz is about Ford and and Merritt and and Robinson and man I want to say the first three plays of the game you made sack TFL disruption on a run play it was impressive when you look at your game and being disruptive uh, how have you been able to to keep that consistent throughout the course of a season? Uh, well, honestly, I rely on my teammates a lot, you know, the people around me to uh, do their job. And then as long as everybody's doing what they need to do, I can perform at a high level. You know, they won't be game planning against me as much and we can all eat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we all, you know, do everything collectively. And as a team, that helps me perform better when everybody's all on point. Yeah, it's interesting because I picked that game to go to just by happenstance, and it was one of your better games of the season. You had two sacks, two TFLs. And when you look at how teams were game planning against you, I thought this year a lot of teams tried to shy away from your side of the field. Did you feel that during the season? And what does that do to your confidence when you say, man, they really are running one side of the field, not trying to run my way? Yeah, I mean, I you know, you take it like how it is. Pretty much every team did that. Uh, I kind of expected it, but it was good, you know, because we could, we knew what plays to run in. We knew that they wouldn't run certain plays to our side. So that helped us out a lot in a lot of games, uh, you know, sign of respect. So I didn't, I didn't take it any type of way. If that's what they want to do, they can. I trust my boys to do what they need to do. So, yeah, it puts you guys in a great position defensively because. Uh, you guys were one of the better teams this year in the FCS on the defensive side of the ball. When you look at how you play the position, you know, everyone gets caught up in, uh, you know, is he a nine? Is he a seven? Is he a five? Can he stand up and be an outside linebacker? Where do you see your skill sets right now? And where do you believe that you're best suited to play at the next level? Um, honestly, uh, I weighed 230 when I was playing for BCU. Um, right now I weigh around 252 and, uh, I can see myself playing outside linebacker or hand down defensive lineman. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, now that I gained this weight, I feel like I can play any of it, whatever the team would need me to be. But, uh, I like rushing, you know, I like rushing the quarterback. So as long as I can do that, I don't care where I'm at on the field. How hard is it to gain weight? Cause everyone talks about, uh, you know, okay, I'm a game, I'll put on some pounds and add some pounds, add some muscle, what have you. But a lot of people, you know, you had four years to do it in college, but how difficult is it or how was it for you? And how have you been able to t- to bulk up a little bit without losing uh, your speed, quickness, and athleticism? 
Oh man, I mean, I I don't know how it happened. Honestly, once I got home, <laughs> I started uh <laughs> I started, you know, I was on a meal plan and training with uh Cooper Performance in Tampa. And um the weight just kind of started coming on ever since the season stopped, really. So I'm not sure what it was because I went from, you know, freshman year I was I wasn't at the, you know, BCU at freshman year, but I was like two oh five. I was fresh like really, really small. Then, you know, I gained 10 pounds, 10 pounds, and then 10 pounds again. And now I'm just, I guess as I'm getting older, I'm just turned 22. So maybe I had to do something with age, but I haven't lost any speed. I've probably gotten a little bit faster. So that's a huge plus. Yeah, because you're carrying it well. Because initially, um, you know, everyone says, okay, well, if he's 230, then maybe he's just going to be an outside linebacker. But if you're, you know, packing on muscle and, you know, in, incorporating incorporating that with your strength regimen, it allows you to play up front on a defensive line. Because to be honest, people think size matters on a defensive line, but you played the position. You've been winning at 235. You've been winning at 245. Uh, what goes into playing defensive line or defensive end so well, regardless of how tall or how big you are? I mean, being at a smaller weight, taught me how to use more technique so honestly i'd say technique trumps everything because uh once you learn how to disrupt the offensive alignment's flow and what they're you know taught to do you can pretty much mess up their whole game get in their head you know you can do things that'll just mess them all up and uh that really taught me how to get disruption in the backfield and then mess up all the offensive plays when you look at, you know, how to get to the quarterback, there's many different ways. And uh, what would you say is one of your go-to uh, moves to, to get into the backfield and be disruptive? Well, go-to moves, I kind of think of it like a setup, you know. I use my speed, first off, just to get, a, get it in their head that I can get around them. And then, you know, once they start trying to set off that, I, they don't know I have power until I use it. So I usually bring that long arm into it and then, Pretty much the first time I use a long arm in every single game, I'm right next to the quarterback every single time. So that's been my go-to move, that long arm. And then, you know, countering back inside, clubbing, and then go inside. Just setting them up off my speed, really. Yeah, I think you do a good job of uh, transferring speed to power because going to where we were a few weeks ago at the College Gridiron Showcase, I thought that was something that you, to use a lack of a better term, showcase out there, was your speed to power? How was your experience there at the College Gridiron Showcase, and and what did you want to go out there to prove? You know, I wanted to prove that I could move with this weight. You know, I went out there uh, heavier than what I was during the season. I wanted to show them I could still use my speed with this weight, and I, I feel like I proved that pretty well. Uh, I, you know, it, the competition was great, and I feel like I showed out when I was over there. So. Do you get tired of hearing that that uh, that knock that they love to throw out there for FCS and, and Division Two guys, and you know uh, the lack of competition? Or he was good against that competition. How how frustrating is that to hear when you know going out there each and every Saturday, if you don't play well, you won't get noticed anyway. Yeah, I mean it is what it is. You know, I'm I'm a type of guy who doesn't really get discouraged with that kind of stuff. I just go out there and do everything I can. I feel like if I'm playing at a level that I feel I can play, then they're going to have to notice me. You know what I'm saying? So, What were some of the takeaways you, you got from, from scouts while you were out there? Because you had a nice little 
um, you know, week out there. You you moved from the small college group up to the the other group, extended your week, and you had a lot of interest uh, after practice from from a lot of guys around the league. Uh, I mean, it was great. I had a good time. It was a, that's a great you know, I, it was a great showcase to go to. I recommend that to anybody trying to get exposure because there was a lot of scouts out there, man. A lot of a lot of looks on you and everything. So really, the fact that you could just go out there and you know, there's no hiding. There's no anything. You just go out there and you, if you are a good player, they will see you. So that was a great thing about it. I loved it. You played at a, at a school that's a historic, uh, has a historic footprint in college football. Great program. Great head coach in Terry Sims. How beneficial, in your opinion, was playing at Bethune Cookman to kind of help prepare you for this NFL opportunity? Well, Bethune Cookman specifically, their defense has a, a great, uh, a great motive. You know, they uh, they think of when they play, they think nobody can stop us. You know, when we get knocked down, we keep pushing forward. We're not going to get discouraged. We're going to keep on going. You know, that's been my mindset. You know, ever since I was a kid, when my dad instead of me, and I, I really like that. You know, their defense thought exactly how I think in my head, and that just helped a lot because the way they played, the way they attacked the offense, you know, that helped me, and in turn, I can help them. So as a team, I think we did really well. The vibe of the team is pretty good. You know, we all felt like we had something to prove every year. We came out of that four and six slump. The year, I think that was the year right before I got there, they were four and six, and we were seven and three pretty much every year since then. Uh, wasn't able to make it to the celebration bowl, but you know they're on the they're on the come up. I could see them going next year and everything. We just had to establish what we could. I tried to establish what I could while I was there. You know, while I had the time, and I felt like we pretty much built that program up higher than what they already were. So that was a great time for me. Football is one of those games, man. It it, it asks a lot out of you, and it, it demands a lot. And those that are playing for an extended period of time, show a true love for the sport. What is it about the game that you love the most? Man, I just, you know, people throw this around a lot. You hear coaches say moving a guy against his will is the most satisfying thing in football, you know. Just knowing somebody can't stop you, I love that feeling because, you know, it's self-explanatory, you know what I mean? That just, it's just a great feeling when you could just destroy somebody and they can't do anything about it, you know. They come on, they come and do the same thing. You know, off the field, I'm a great guy. You know, we could be friends or whatever. But on the field, you wanna you wanna beat me. So my mentality is I'm gonna show you why you can't. And that's why I love you. Awesome stuff right there, Marcus. Where can people follow you on social media to keep track of your journey as you make the trek to the NFL? Uh on Twitter and Instagram. My Instagram is my name, Marcus Ford. And my Twitter is Marcus underscore Ford. You keep it professional, man. That's that's awesome. I was expecting some, you know, QB killer 75 or something crazy <laughs> like that. <laughs> no, nah, I've never been one to do that. You know, I just thought I'd keep it simple. Before we get out of here, one one last question. Uh, you know, everyone tends to, you know, watch the game and, and try to, you know, they see something they like. Okay, I'm, I like that that he does. I'm going to add that to mine. Who are some of the guys that you're watching right now um, that you're, you know, trying to add pieces of their game into yours? Oh, man, Vaughn Miller, especially, you know, the way he attacks the QB, it's like he's on a straight path, and that's what I've been trying to mold my rush to, you know. Um, less of running around people. 
I always had to do that since I was a smaller guy. But now that I'm gaining the weight, I'm thinking of, you know, how I can incorporate Von Miller's type move. He kind of goes into the lineman. Like, like, like I said before, he pressures them into making a mistake, and then he capitalizes off that and gets a sack, you know. So that's what I've been building my rush, uh, rush methods around. Yeah, it's always about having a counter for the counter. And, and you know, watching you play, uh, again, at the Howard game and also at the – um, College Gridiron Showcase. Very impressive with what you put out there on the field, man, and we wish you the best of luck moving forward. I appreciate that. Thank you.